Welcome to another day, another day of another day of movies, another day of of my my Sandler picks. Um, uh, I'm I'm serious. I think I, all of my picks, one of them is going to be an Adam Sandler movie. Well, luckily that can you only can do go that on for, for a so long, long time. I, it can it can go on for a while, but eventually it'll be like okay, this isn't even worth talking about. Like we're definitely not going to do Jack and Jill. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, we're getting there. We're dangerously <laughs> close to getting there already. I can feel it around the corner. Uh, I don't want to see. Yeah. I just want to see Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Oh, what was it? Didn't he have he, a frap? He had like Dunkachino a Dunkachino. Yeah, that's what it was. A Dunkachino. They dragged poor Al Pacino into this dude. <laughs> Fucking Adam oh, Sandler. Geez. Okay, well, hello everyone. Uh, welcome back to hello. Reviews from the West. We're doing a little differently today. I'm talking today. That's yeah, right, Victor. I'm taking command. This That's is my fine. this is Go my ship. I run the stars here and I follow the sea. Or the other way around. I, I run the sea and I follow the stars. Is that a reference to something? No, I'm just a pirate. Alright, I didn't you know I'm just a pirate. You know how pirates do the thing? They're like, yeah, well, this star is there. Does that mean I need to go? Right? Is that a pirate thing? Speaking of pirates, I got some uh, sea shanties I could throw on while we're talking. Oh! You bought sea shanties. Dude! And Stephanie got this for me. That's awesome. Blow, boys, nope. blow. Boy. Songs of the sea. Hell yeah. Dude, one of the yep. last D&D sessions we were in, uh, dude was running sea shanties exclusively for the music. Yes. Nice. <laughs> All Love right. It. Well, I've got, I've got, uh, I'm, I'm in charge of the questions for my. I, I think, I think we talked about it. the way we're gonna do it is, person's choice. They also come up with questions to ask the boys. So, I'm starting this off with a good one. Ready? All right. Fuck Mary Kill. Right. <laughs> okay, Nick. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Spielberg, Tarantino, Scorsese. Dude, Tarantino, Spielberg, Scorsese. Um, Mary Spielberg. Of course, he's got money. Yes, I mean they all. And Scorsese is like, yes, but like, he always goes over budget in his movies. That's true. Spielberg financial problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That that could be for the other two. I the visuals it gives me I don't even know if I can give a, a proper answer. I mean everyone knows what they're in for with Tarantino. Right? Yeah, your toes are yeah. getting, your toes are getting sucked straight feet, up. It, <laughs> feet and violence. Yeah. That's all you get. You're getting your ass beat like, and you're sucking some toes. That's all. The, that's the only thing you know about. And you know, you know he's gonna like. Hey, I just got the newest revision of my new draft. I want to read it to you. And he's like, goes on for the next eight hours. And it's like, <laughs> what did I get myself? You changed into? the name of a character. Why'd you read the whole thing again? Yeah, you just I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, uh, Amish land. I'm just gonna marry Spielberg. <laughs> I'm in it for the money, baby. Marry Spielberg. Uh, fuck Scorsese and uh, kill Whoa! kill Tarantino. Doesn't Tarantino kind of seem like a bad dude at times? Like. Yeah, I would kill him. I don't know. Tarantino. I don't know. I don't think yeah. I'd want to be in a relationship with him. Nah. How would you kill him? Flamethrower in the pool? 
Yeah, yeah I would use one of his own. That scene was tight. His own kills. That scene was tight. <laughs> that was a good one. Or you could, or you could beat him with a baseball bat. That would work too. Oh yeah, the bear. The bear. Chase, what's your pick? So I'm going. I'm going. I think we all have to marry Spielberg. I think that's that's fair. He also is a very. He looks like a very kind man. He does. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm killing Scorsese. Oh. I'm killing oh. I'm killing Scorsese because listen, he's got one more movie, and the man's biting the <laughs> dust. Like, like Scorsese is 105 years old, and so he's getting he's getting to that point anyway. I'm doing him a favor at this point, and and I would do it in a really like romanticized way. I'd like drown him in like a bathtub and cry. That's like, romanticized, you know, you know cry. I'm like. Ah! Ah, and he's like, bruh, 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 you know, and I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Scorsese, you know, or like poison his like oatmeal <laughs> in the morning. I know he eats. Oatmeal. I know. Oatmeal. I know he eats oatmeal. His grits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's no way that man eats grits, dude. <laughs> he is like Scorsese's, like a bowl of fruit, and then something with that. That's like it. I could, yeah, I could see that. Bowl of fruit, cottage Maybe cheese, a parfait. He's yeah, He's cottage cheese and cantaloupe. I mean, Chase, Back. you're gonna be getting some foot rubs, so I mean, hey, you know what? Not a bad, not a bad trade-off. And so I'm fucking, I'm fucking Tarantino because a, he's the youngest. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not. I don't want to have sex with an old man. If I'm gonna have sex with a man, I don't want him to be old. So, um, that's that's fair. So Tarantino, and who knows? Maybe getting your toes sucked feels dope. <laughs> you know. And might as well have might as well have it be the king of toes doing it. That's true. You know might I mean? as well have an expert. <laughs> it's like either it's either it's either Tarantino or Dan Schneider. Remember Dan Schneider from like the fucking oh, yeah. Nickelodeon was obsessed with feet. What a creepy fucking disgusting man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want yeah. my children to film with him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so fuck Mary Kill. I am fucking Tarantino. I am killing Scorsese. I am marrying Spielberg. Solid. Solid. <laughs> Solid list. Shit bangs, dude. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Choose a vegetable and a fruit. Now make them battle to the death. Who wins? Any vegetable and fruit? Any vegetable and fruit. First vegetable and fruit off the top of your head. Potato. Potato. And apples. That's a tough that's a fucking fight, dude. I don't I like my brain is like builds. bananas. Yeah. Two tank builds, like you slam those together repeatedly. I feel like potato would still win. win. Yeah, I would say mm. potato would win that one. Mm. Well. I would go with like uh, a pomegranate. Okay. And you could have chose like an orange or like a banana. He's like, no, I'm gonna go with something tropical. I'm gonna choose pomegranate. <laughs> I don't know a vegetable, a tomato. Sorry, no carrots. Potatoes oh wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. But if it is Ooh. a tomato, if you did choose a tomato, would it? Are you fighting the pomegranate like in its husk, or are you fighting well, see, it this just is, the little dingy-dings? This is where the, this is where the pomegranate wins because once you break open the pomegranate, you have all these little tiny seeds that come out, oh. right? And they can like attach itself to it, or yeah. there'll be like little like spiderlings that would come out, yeah, and do the yeah. and, and kill it it's off, like or the do the flood. rest of the damage. It's like the flood from Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay. Yeah, so. so. I'm, I don't think any vegetable has a chance against a pomegranate. I don't think so. I mean, unless like a turnip, 
Them bitches hard. No, no, you're right. What about radishes? I think a thousand... Radishes are pretty hardy, dude. They are. It's pretty good. Yeah. I would I would choose a I would I was gonna choose a banana and is an avocado is an avocado a, a vegetable? Babe, is an avocado so. a fruit or a vegetable? It's a fruit, right? It's a fruit. It's because it's got a fucking seed. Yes. Word. Okay, well then banana and banana and carrot. Obviously, mm-hmm. carrots win in that fight just because it's stronger. <laughs> but like, it's kind of like a bullet. Too. It is kind of like a bullet. Oh, oh, a banana and a baby carrot. Dude, here's the thing though. No one's been bringing up like the build. Okay. For fruit versus vegetable. Huh. Is a coconut. Okay. Undefeated. Mm. Undefeated. Coconut versus like That's an artichoke. Point. Artichoke has layers too, which helps with its armor. Dude. A coconut versus an onion? Like a Whoa. big fucking on yellow online, onion? Like, coconut would probably win, but he's gonna smell that like that battle for the rest of his life. Forever. That's true. Forever. It's gonna get into its That's like little thing. meat. Yeah, dude. Just imagine, just, it could be used as a defense technique, too. Yeah, just imagine biting into like a piece of coconut. Like, oh, this is so good, and it just tastes like onions. That would be the most disappointing <laughs> bite of my fucking that life. That would be very... Oh, man. <laughs> All right, well let's uh let's get into some movies. Let's talk about some movies. Like movies. Good lord, we should make a food podcast where we talk about oh that's different dude, foods. Speaking that of fight. food, speaking of food, oh no, we eat. Ooh, Whoa, hearty meal, great. boy. I like it. Is we that eating. what? What was the other thing? Lift it up again. I might have looked at something wrong. What's on the this toast? Like burnt toast. What's above the egg? Avocado. What's the... Oh, is that just burnt toast? <laughs> <laughs> it still looks very good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks great. I just didn't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I thought it was like... I thought it was like black bean paste or something. That's so funny. Yeah. That was, no, that... At first thought when it gets here, I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Well, so this week was Chase's picks. Um, he had chose Under the Skin and Don't Mess with the Zohan. Mm. Uh, Chase, why did you pick these two films? So, as as you guys know, I've been wanting to do uh, two drastically different films, but also I want to choose a movie every week that I haven't seen. And so, um, last time, I chose uh, I chose Eyes Wide Shut and Little Nicky. Very drastically different uh, films, and kind yeah. of. Um, <laughs> and this week, I I chose um, I chose Under the Skin because I haven't seen it before. Uh, I like the I watched a video about how they did like the um, the water scene, like when the guys like sink into the water. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, how the fuck have I not seen this movie? This is gorgeous. And so I was like, screw it, I'm gonna watch it, and uh, I'll choose that. And then you don't mess with the Zohan. I mean, come on. It's a classic, dude. <laughs> How am I not going to choose yeah. it? But also yeah. very, very different uh, different type of movie from uh, from Under the Skin. So I was like, fuck it. I, I can do that. It. Crack Commando Zohan Dvir is Israel's first line of defense against terrorism. But despite his prowess as a soldier, he dreams of just one thing. Becoming a hairstylist in New York. When a battle with his arch nemesis, a terrorist called the Phantom, gives Zohan the opportunity to fake his own death 
He flees to the Big Apple to follow his dreams. However, the Phantom learns that he is still alive. This is my first time seeing it. I <laughs> never seen this film before. I gotta say, I I enjoyed this. <laughs> yes. I yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is this is by far my favorite Sandler movie, and it's it's arguably one of his worst. And so I'm I'm happy. I'm. It strikes an interesting balance. Oh, dude. Is it even arguably bad? <laughs> like, that's like objectively. <laughs> I mean, compared to Little Nicky, because I think that is the... Because like I said, I haven't seen many Sandler comedies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but compared to Little Nicky, I, I enjoy this a lot more. Yeah. Um, I think because it is so... It's not as cringy, or it it's cringy, but not as like... I don't know what it is about Little Nicky, but that just makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. This one, it's more just ridiculous and uh like zohan is essentially a superhuman exactly (laughs) and there's no reason to it but it's it's hilarious it's such a stupid movie but it's i had a lot of fun watching it it's crazy to think about how a movie a movie like uh, like zohan is more over the top than a movie like little nicky where he's literally the son of the devil and this movie is takes itself less seriously than that and right <laughs> i love i i love this movie like i this is uh, honest to god this is one of like top 10 favorite like comedies for me like it's that's fair it's, i could see it, it is up there for me so i i was laughing so hard during this movie i still laugh so hard during this movie and yeah. i remember I remember as like a as a kid, I should have not been watching this as a kid, first of all. Um, but as a kid, I remember just he has there's a little intro, the little intro song in the beginning goes Mashi Baba, Mashi Baba. I used to yeah. say my friends and I would would sing that little line at like recess all the time. Like we would just walk around Mashi Baba, and like, I don't know what the fuck it means. I don't even know if it's real. I don't even know if it's real. It, there's there's a chance that it could not be real, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so yeah. I uh, this movie is so nostalgic for me. I liked the beginning of the film with the hacky sack, <laughs> and the random beach shenanigans, him catching a fish with his with his butt, dude. <laughs> I like the bowl was... when he's like pulling he's pulling the bowl and he's got like a girl on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the bits in this made me laugh so hard. Yeah. I remember the, um, it's still at the start, but I remember it was just like laughs nonstop when the movie was starting. The scene where the dude's literally on the ceiling. Dude. Dude when it's oh upside down, God. he like fucking and, scurries away. And he bolts <laughs> and then blasts out the window. Dude. <laughs> That was the last thing I ever expected. Oh, that's so good. And honestly, there's some great uh, wire work in that opening fight scene too. Like the like stunt work, like like good wire stunt work, like being pulled and and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. <laughs> I was I, I I recently watched all the uh, the DC movies to get ready for Justice League. Um, oh yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> The, in Batman vs. Superman, there's a scene where Batman kind of enters, like, this, this like, um, I think it's, like, they're at, like, a harbor, and and they're, they're at, like, this dock bay area, like, in this warehouse, 
and there's this fight scene, and it really reminds me of the opening fight scene from fucking Zohan. And so the whole time I was like, I was like, oh my, because there's there's the the wire stunts and stuff where people are getting pulled into walls and shit and like kicked through walls. Right. This like, dude. So I it took me so I had to stop watching Batman v Superman because I was like, dude, this is too much. This is too much like Zohan. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta replicate the greats. It's, it's, this is an influential movie. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I was so happy to see... Um, he's not in much. I love him in Curb Your Enthusiasm, but Shelley Berman, Zohan's father, mm. he's such mm. a funny... Just He's such a good actor. The way he delivers his lines. He only plays essentially himself in everything, okay. but it's like perfect. It's just like disgruntled Jewish elderly man. It's yeah. always funny. <laughs> Also, like, uh, whoever plays Phantom, uh, what's his name? John Turturro? John Turturro? Yeah. He's pretty great, too, and everything he's Totino's? Yeah, John Totino's Pizza. A big Totino's Pizza. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, him on the ceiling, crawling away. Dude, Um, that shit was so fucking funny. (laughs) This, I think the scene where, uh, it's like in the water, they're like in the water, like standing in the water. (laughs) Dude. dude, I love. And they have the grenade, and they pull the fucking they, Zohan pulls like a racket ball, like racket out of his ass, like not actually yeah. out of his ass, but he does. He just, <laughs> and then they don't talk about it. I love shit like that. Like, like we we're talking, absolutely, we we're talking about Clifford and the scene where he like gets the lasso yeah. and pulls the kid, and they don't fucking say anything about it. It's exactly, dude. Yeah. It was this. There's so much of this, and there's so much of that in this movie, and it just, oh, it's fantastic. It's so, it's, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler has a, has a beautiful grasp on just insanity comedy. And. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> See, that's this why it's a- hard for me to like hate a movie like this because I find that stuff to be so funny. So funny. And when, you know, they start using ping pong paddles with a grenade and they're Dude. like, I feel no pain. And they're each just like doing <laughs> they're really. They're arguing st- like. Puts the piranha on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's it's stuff like that that just... It, it's so much fun for me to watch. I can't hate a movie like this. I can't no. even say I dislike it. There's so much to talk about in this movie. But there's also so little to talk about. Because every scene is something that you're like... Yeah, this, this was absolutely insane. Like when he folds people mm-hmm. up into fucking pretzels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like... <laughs> you... Uh, Victor, you said that mm-hmm. you had never seen this movie before, and you said that right. all you knew is that he wanted to be a hairdresser. Right. And so, <laughs> you not knowing that he also has this superhuman spy background, what did you right. what did you think when it got to that point? When it, or in the beginning, were you like, "Oh shit, he's not just a hairstylist; he's also a fucking assassin"? <laughs> like, what? I think it's first evident when um, I think he's 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 fighting against some uh some guys and he's like dodges bullets yeah. uh takes apart a gun in like one second flat uh-huh. he's it, i wasn't expecting it, but i wasn't like what the hell <laughs> it was more just like i was my brain was slowly processing it as it was happening mm. and uh didn't expect it i thought he was just the goofy hairstyle uh, israeli soldier <laughs> who decided he wanted to be a hairdresser not that he was a superhuman <laughs> I love the, uh, I love the, the kind of, I, I love that in the beginning they have the dialogue about the Israeli and, um, uh, uh, Palestinian, like, the conflict. 
mm-hmm. and they uh, <laughs> they have because there's that one guy that like he's fighting and he kicks off the balcony and like he's falling and they're like he's falling super slowly and he's talking about it. I love how they had to put something yeah. in there to show to show that they're actually understanding at least a little bit of what's going on there. Because they're like, all right, this is going to be an incredibly offensive movie if we don't at least it's it's pretty offensive already. But like, if we don't at least acknowledge what's going on, then you know, yeah, there's a, there's a surprisingly large amount of like relevant to that time period, like political yeah. and, and world definitely events definitely. Because I think what 2008 this came 2008, out. Yeah, right before I think it was right before um, Obama was elected. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. June 6, 2008. So right before. So this was during Bush still, and they they have a conversation at the end when they're like they're talking about which wife is hottest. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's how the Palestinians and like the Israelis like are like. But I would I would definitely I would definitely have sex yeah. with her. I would. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 me too, me too. <laughs> And they're like, if I wanted strong legs, I would go for for Michelle Obama. And they're like, yeah, true, true. Go for Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I love that. That is what brings them together. It's just how much they would like which um, like U.S. president's wife is the hottest. And like, (laughs) oh man, like how or that's who they're like vote for too. Is that they're talking about McCain's wife and Obama's wife, and they're like. Well, I was just going to name a, a scene that I really yeah. liked was um it's kind of when he was first getting into the barber scene and he goes into a hair or uh, a barber shop for for children and kids. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how exactly it plays out. Oh, that's right. I think this kid starts crying and he tells him that he's going to like cut his jugular vein. Yeah, he said if you don't stop squirming <laughs> and, and moving around, then yeah, then she might slip and cut your jugular vein. Your blood will be on the floor in four minutes. <laughs> and then he's just like. Squeezes his pressure point, and the kid just instantly just gets knocked out, and all the kids around are just like screaming with fear. He's like, "This would be a great time to get the neck." <laughs> kids just like, dude, it's just so good. Oh god, that kind of sums up the whole movie. It's so much like the substance is like borderline not existent. Absolutely, and it is like the plot's essentially there to be outlandish to show funny gags. And there's right. nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like Clifford, the story is it, no. The story is ridiculous. The story it's like here beans, is ridiculous. beans, beans as well. <laughs> exactly. Kind of a loose if story, it's like but a slapstick. It's just something to carry the gags away or along the movie. I right. Think it's, I don't like. I don't think you can fault a movie like this for its writing. I really no. don't. Because I and feel also, like they know what they're doing, and it's intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And so, like, there's you can't. Like, okay, so you can give this a, like, if we were to go into reviews right now, like, you can give this a review based off of the, of what your opinion of the movie is, but you can't go off of, like, was this movie successful in what it was trying to do? Because that would be a five-star review. This movie was absolutely successful in what it was trying to do. It was trying to be absurd and outlandish, and it was absolutely, it absolutely slapped all of those, those those markers so it's like it's it's a it's a perfect movie yeah. in that sense is that it did it's exactly kind of like, what uh, it wanted absolutely i think it's like looking at it like if you go to like stand-up comedy mm-hmm. you're not going to judge the narrative between the jokes that carries the jokes along no. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like this is just like a different format of movie. Yeah, and it's not like it's not a three act story with like an arcing character and all this stuff. It's more like, hey, here's a vehicle to carry jokes and like visual things we want to show mm-hmm. you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. I, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I I I love everything about this movie. Like, there's not a single part where I'm like, okay, okay, we can get on with it now. It's like. Every bit of this movie is like, yeah, no, this has to be there. This has to be like the perfect spot. And like, I uh, guess so. <laughs> like even the even the spot, even the part where um, Dahlia and Zohan are like on like a date type thing. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. after he's successfully like saved the the shop, he they go on a date and like people are like, okay, well, it's to the it's to show their their romance, but no, it's actually to plant the fact that she has a brother. She is Palestinian, and that she knows what fizzy bubbly is, or fizzy bubbly, fizzy bubbly. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's that's the the hint that's like, oh shit, wait, she has a brother who wouldn't uh, who wouldn't approve of dating a a uh, a Israeli, and he's like, you know, it's it's you can put you can put two and two together that it's like. We've only been introduced to one other, like, Palestinian man who is yeah. Phantom, you know, other than, like, Rob Schneider and shit like that. But <laughs> also, <laughs> That's <right>. Rob Schneider. <laughs> A believable Palestinian. Oh, man. <laughs> there's definitely some, there's definitely some uh, race altering in this movie for sure. Oh, there is. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if this had any sort of backlash when it came out. See, at least it's funny. <laughs> like, I know it, maybe it's not the best thing to do, but at least it's, for the most part, pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, know, it, we kind of talked about that with a little Nikki. Exactly. Like, if you're going to do something offensive, like, you better fucking try yeah. to make it get funny. I. What did you think of fucking Dave Matthews? What did you think of Dave Matthews at the end? Did you? He was the racist. Dave... He was the one of the. That was Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. <laughs> Wait, he was one of the rednecks. Yeah, he was the redneck. Oh, the one with the puppies, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I love when he's like scanning. He uses like these binoculars yeah. to like scan people, and what does it show? Like his entire like yeah, everything he hates. Yeah, yeah. and it's just a huge <laughs> list goes on for like a minute long. <laughs> that was really good. I like how they dress up as as a. Uh, they dress up as uh, Palestinians. Palestinians, yeah. yeah. So, oh no, they dress up as was... they dress up as Israeli to to mess up the the story. I think. Oh, I think. Or I think right. they're dressing up as each other. There's like different, so that if they get caught, they would get caught as you know the other to to drive them apart. And it was because of the fucking. Uh, there was some weird, um, like, landlord drama going on. I didn't mm-hmm. mind that. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that. That was the only. That's the only thing I can be like. Okay, we could go without that. But there has to be some alternative conflict to bring these two communities together. There was there was a good line where some. Um, I think it's the rednecks are talking to the like the real estate agents, and he's like, "You're a rich guy who gets it. You and Mill Gibson. <laughs> you and Mill Gibson. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. I guess necessary political commentary. Mm-hmm. Kind of adds a bit more meat. It's not. It's like I mean, you're. It's like really learning anything from this film. But 
I learned a lot from Don't Mess with the Zohan. <laughs> we took a lot from that I learned one. a lot about 2008 politics. It's um, There's a lot to gather from this movie. I don't know. I, I do say, though, I don't think this needed to be almost two hours long. I think that no. was... Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, no. it's, a little, it's a little long. <laughs> I don't know, man. You gotta squeeze the jokes in there somehow. They, they need the time for oh, it. Again. They need the time for it. But again, is there much that could be cut out? Like, even the See, scene... I um, don't know. There's a scene where it's like... Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a little montage where he's cutting old people's hair. Oh, that's the whole... That's oh, yeah. the whole... That's the whole movie. Essentially. Right. That's how he... That's how he gets know, the, but like, the money. But he's like, fucking the old ladies. For the most part, do you need all of it? I feel like you kind of do. That's Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. It would have been a tough one to cut and, like, put together, I think. Because <laughs> it was also probably... Like, you also got to think about, okay, Adam Sandler's making these movies. Like, this was probably... That was probably one of the most fun days to shoot. And and you have mm-hmm. a little bit of sentimental value to some scenes, you know, even if they're not the best scene. Like, and especially in a movie like this where he's just he's just making a goofy, a goofy film with, like, his buddies and stuff and being able to make money off of it. And, um... You know, that's got to be like, okay, this is one of the most fun scenes is that, you know, there's these old ladies that are acting like, you know, so outlandish and having so much fun on set. And and there's no way he could have cut that. It's just, it was just too much fun, you know? Right. So. Plus, like you said, that's kind of the main part of the movie is that he ends up turning the barbershop into a. Yeah. Kind of like a, a, a sex shop as well. Exactly. Yeah. You go, you go to uh you go to the to you old, you're an old lady. You go to and get your your haircut, and then you have sex with the Zohan. Yeah, <laughs> with the Zohan. You don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, no. Yeah, you just don't mess with them. I like the fact that the whole title is also called "You Don't Mess with the Zohan." The fact it starts with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't mess with the Zohan. Oh, Judd Apatow helped write this. That's that would help. That probably helps why it was also kind of funny. Judd Apatow's a funny ass dude. I like all the uh, the disco, disco, yeah, disco, <laughs> disco, disco, good. Yeah, I love when he's talking dude, to like Nick Swardson. Oh, dude! Oh, that's right. I forgot he's, he's talking to it. Nick Swardson. He goes, "No, dude. we go to disco." And he goes, "Why would I want to go to a disco? Why would I want to go to a disco?" So on. <laughs> he's funny in everything he's in. He's so good. Absolutely. I don't think he's a leading star type guy, but he is the. He is one of my favorite, like, side characters in Grandma's Boy. Dude, he's so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. I just remember how much I liked him in uh, Reno 911. Yes. Always funny. As the roller skating <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Always funny. Other scenes, other scenes. Let's, let's hear him, Victor. Blow through him. Oh, shit, I don't know. Um, The disco break at the Hacky Sack game. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> With Kevin James. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mariah Carey's there Mariah as well. Carey's of course. There, yep. They almost get into a fight in her like dressing room. Yeah. Zohan and uh, the Phantom. Mm. They don't. They really don't. It's, it's really stupid. I love how Phantom comes in and to Mariah's like, like place, and he's just got like the the biggest boner. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like enormous. It's like a fucking. It's like one of those those baseball bats you get at like a Mariners game. Like for sure. <laughs> And they're like, oh my god. They're <laughs> and of course he's coming around with his uh, arms behind his back and everything too, and it's just like sticking stick. Being as obvious exactly. as possible. Oh, jeez. Uh, I don't really have much else to say. 
there's just too many jokes and stuff for me to like mention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty nonstop with its jokes and, and humor. This this is one of I, I will I will to this day I will stand by it. This is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And it is it is terrible that that is my opinion, but I am I am standing by it till I die. Dude, I, I I think I gotta maybe agree with that because when I think about comedies that I really enjoy or that I think are very funny, I always go to like Airplane is like my my, my most obvious. That's like my go to, but I haven't really thought about all the f- comedies that I've really enjoyed. And I mean, I laughed a great deal. I laughed a lot. I would say this might I be was up laughing there. This entire <laughs> like I don't. I don't think I would say it's a favorite, but um, maybe a couple more viewings and I, I might have a soft spot for it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Chase, for picking Adam Sandler films. Of course. I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna keep doing it. I was I I wanna go I think I think earlier stuff is is better, like they're better movies as a whole. But mm-hmm. I wanna keep going with later after you don't I think after you don't mess with the Zohan, it just kinda to go all downhill. And so I'm I might actually choose Jack and Jill. For the next one. Because I just remember my dad's ex-girlfriend looked exactly like Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler as it? as Jill. <laughs> I'm I'm so oh, if man. she's listening, I don't think she is, but if she is, I am so sorry, but that is exactly what you look like. And I <laughs> I, am so, I am so sorry. But I couldn't watch the movie because I'm like, wow, that and I watched it at her house too the first time. And so the whole time I'm just like, oh, nice. I'm like this. I'm like, can I do it? But yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think. I think I want to stick with the Adam Sandler movies because I'm. Uh, I I was telling Ryan. I was I was with Ryan last week at some point, and I was telling him mm. I don't think that I have any hate towards Adam Sandler. I I think that I was like, oh, like a lot of people are like, I hate Adam Sandler movies. I yeah. I love Adam Sandler movies. I can't, I'm, I, there's some of them that I'm like, wow, that's so bad that I don't want to watch it again. But mm-hmm. then there's gems like You Don't Mess With The Zohan that I'm like, this is, this is fantastic. This is, this is great. You know, I can't, I can't get over how good this movie is. And, yeah. And so, and also like, if I was in the same boat, I had a bunch of money that I could make a movie and employ all of my best friends and we can all be funny together and have a great time on set. Like, how are you going to get mad Easy. at that? You can't get mad at that. Yeah. You know, even if the movie is shit, whatever, you're still having fun with your friends. Like, that's probably why mm-hmm. he's doing all of this. It's like, I get to live and do my career and I get to make money just hanging out with my best friends and making shitty movies and laughing at them. You know, yeah, and then every like every ten years he makes a he makes a dramatic movie, and then you know like like uncut gems or or um, uh, punch drunk love or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm straight up I'm giving this movie four and a half stars. Like <laughs> I can't I can't give this movie any lower than that. If I give it a five, then I'll just feel bad because I'm like there's some comedies that are really good that I didn't give five stars. So I'm like, yeah. I'm, this is four. This is an easy four and a half. Easy, easy four and a half. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll do three and a half. I mean, yeah, it's a little long, but uh, I laughed like almost nonstop, mm-hmm. all by myself. It was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go three. I really like it, but I do. There are other Adam Sandler movies that I'm like, that is, like, 
Little Nicky, for instance. For mm. some reason, Little Nicky is right up my alley, <laughs> and I laugh nonstop with that one. Where this one, it did feel long in the tooth for me. Three for me. That's fair. That's fair. That Tarantino cameo, dude. Oh man, <laughs> that is that, yeah. That is the stupidest. Just thinking about his face with those <laughs> eyes is still funny. <laughs> All right, our next film, a serious one, actually. You uh, <laughs> you don't mess with the skin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. Under the skin, disguising itself as a human female, an extraterrestrial drives around Scotland attempting to lure unsuspecting men into her van. Once there, she seduces and sends them into another dimension where they are nothing more than meat. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think they're nothing more than, like, a skin suit. That's kind of what I was thinking, but, um... Mm -hmm. Chase, this is your first time, right? Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, dude, I want to know what you think. Oh, it was so fucking weird. <laughs> it's yeah. so, it's weird, but it's kind of... It's brilliant at the same time. Like, it's... Yeah. It's showing the... It, it's showing the... The predatory aspect of, like, a man in, in regards to, you know, how... I can assume I'm 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 not a I am not a female, but I can assume as a female this a lot of this is kind of how men can come off as, uh, especially you know it's it's pretty obvious with the white van and the you know the luring them in and stuff, but mm -hmm. um, you know it's kind of it's 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 not eye opening to to me, but to some people I could see this being as as eye-opening of how women kind of experience, um, you know, or, or seeing how, how men can, can, can give this kind of, this vibe off to women. And, and that it's a, it's, they're using it for their skin. They're using it. They're using them just for their body, essentially is, mm -hmm. is what is, is kind of what it boils down to in this. And it, they were able to show that in a way that is, that is less, it's, they're able to show it in a way that is more, um, consumable to, to an average moviegoer, where it's like, oh, this is an alien that's doing this, you know, not a, not a, you know, it's not just a very outright, like, this is a, a, a man that's doing it, but, you know, I also think starring someone like Scarlett Johansson, who is a, who is a, a, a beautiful woman that is literally a predator in this film. Until, until a certain point. And then she, mm -hmm. because it, it seems like these, these creatures, these aliens, they don't really have the, they don't have sympathy or empathy for, for other beings until she meets the, the man who has the, the face deformity right. and she feels bad mm -hmm. because he's the only man that wasn't trying to have sex with her. Like mm -hmm. all the other men she brought in were like super like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. But he was the only one that was like, I'm kind of freaked out and I kind of just want to go home. And she was was yeah. was being a predator to him when all the other guys, she just kind of lured and they did they set themselves up, you know. And so after that, she sees the fly that's stuck in the mirror. And and she kind of or and she watches herself. I don't I'm I'm interested to see what you guys think about that scene, because I'm I don't really understand her staring at the mirror and like what she's taking in but um mm -hmm. then like i said she sees the fly that's stuck and that fly is uh 
you know, and then she lets the lets the man out with the deformity, and then from then on out, she just kind of is is she has kind of like an existential crisis. She doesn't know she does her her being anymore. She doesn't know what she's supposed to do. Um, and then she meets I don't know anyone's names in this movie, but there's like no names. Yeah, she meets the man that she that like on the bus that isn't creepy. He's very welcoming and like you know, and then um, which which is is it kind of it has kind of like an alternate motive from the film I think and it feels a little weird it kind of to mm-hmm. me how I took it is it kind of comes off as this man um that most men are 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 going to be predatory and and stuff like that but then nice men will be able to you know make you feel comfortable and everything and I don't I that's just kind of how I took it I I think mm-hmm. That I might be looking too far into it, but um, yeah, I, I, I like I like how this movie is 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 done. I like the execute. It's beautiful. It's a gorgeous movie. They do so yeah. much in so low light. There's barely any lighting. I mean, there's lighting, but it's it feels natural. I don't know if it's if it is all practical lighting or not, but it feels like practical lights, like street lamps and and uh, uh, car lights and interiors and stuff like that. Um, yeah, specifically there's a, the, the very, like the very first shot in the film or one of them is, um, the other alien that's on the motorcycle. I'm assuming that's another alien, right? It, there, it's the shot. He's got a black helmet on and all you can yeah. see is the highlights of lights on his black helmet and everything else mm-hmm. is dark until he that's comes into the, light. Yeah. The shadows and, and, and stuff like that are super they're black. They're super fantastic. dark. There's like no light coming out of those shadows. Um, yeah, that's one thing I noticed too this time around. Is the lighting and, and stuff like that is 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 pretty pretty yeah. perfect. Um, when yeah. they're sent to the alternate dimension, those scenes oh. are so perfectly filmed. It's just gorgeous. It's so cool. I like I like the the dipping into the to the water. That's really cool. Is it water yes. or? Or was it like some? It looked thicker, right? Some sort of black substance. Yeah. But I like how they don't stop; they just keep yeah, walking, exactly. and like they don't even notice it mm-hmm. really. Well, it's, and that's and that's the point is that they're so fixated on how hot Scarlett Johansson is that they're like, oh, yeah. I don't realize that I'm sinking into the abyss right now. You know, right? And so, yeah, I like. I also I fucking love the scene where they're actually in. You you get the view Dude. from inside, and the only like, there's only like one jump that got me in this movie i don't think there's a lot but when the suit when the suit just kind of when his skin just kind of goes and like turns into a turns into skin i was like holy shit (laughs) it's brutal it was so good it's it's so cool though it's like it's like immediately like something got sucked out of it and it's like yeah it's so fucking cool dude you know i gotta say i thought because i've only seen this one other time and this and that was when the film came out Mm. Um, so that was the only time I've ever seen this. Um, and I was afraid that this time around, I wasn't going to be really into the structure of the film, like the repetitiveness of like her luring men into her van and kind of like that very repetitive structure. Yeah. But for some reason, I was so, so captivated by all of mm-hmm. this. I, I, I love this film. Yeah. It's, I can't find a flaw with it. I almost find it to be a perfect film. It's, um, it's really fucking good. Like her doing that repetitive act shouldn't be so um, uh, interesting, mm. but 
God, it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is about. It's the way it's filmed, the music, the atmosphere. Her performance, too. Dear God, this is one of yeah. the best Scarlett Johansson that I've seen other than Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation is, yeah. is great, but, you know, that was also, that movie was like, what, 15, 15 years ago almost? 20 years ago almost? Something so, like that in the 90s? Yeah, I or like early 2000s. Yeah. I think she was like 18 at the time. Like super, super right. young. Yeah, and the opening of this film I really dig too. I love, what I love about this movie is that it's vague. You know, some of those details, like, um, you know, what exactly are these bodies used for um, when they are captured? What, like, what is the purpose? Are they extracting them of their blood, of their, who knows? Yeah. It's never really explained. But the visuals and stuff give you, there's like enough there for you to understand what's going on. Like with the opening scene, like, the construction of her her eye and of her body she's yeah. repeating words trying to like oh get used yeah to the English language that was so cool super cool oh yeah. man i love the i i thought at first it was a it was the because it looked like what it was it looked like it was a a round pillar object inserting itself into a into a hole and so i thought mm. it was a it was a sex like it was just showing a version of sex that you were supposed to go ooh, and then it turns into a fucking eye. I was like, I did yeah. not see that coming. <laughs> I was like, but it's, yeah, such you know, an abstract, it's, like it's so cool. way to shoot that. It's beautiful though. The bright, the white is like perfectly white. Yeah, no, that scene is that scene's fucking cool. I love the the repetitive like like pill pills bill build bit like you know she's learning words yeah. right now, and I I think that I just thought it was so cool. Something I can't get enough of is the music the score is like perfect the score is incredible absolutely yeah mika levy i think she's only done a handful of films but she's incredible yeah just yeah i this is one of the scores that i will always think about when i'm making my own music and oh it's just perfect damn Mm -hmm. the the music when they're sinking into the abyss is so cool Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm it's like a slow, like knocking beat, yeah, and like these, like really, like eerie strings mm-hmm. that kind of like they almost kind of like loop themselves at certain points. Yeah. It kind of like it's really it cool. It feels it. It feels so. I I was getting similar vibes to this that I was with Annihilation. If you guys have you guys ever did you guys ever see Annihilation? For sure. Yeah. So it. I don't know why. I don't know why I was. I, I think extraterrestrial stuff like that was was how I was feeling with this, but. The, the music in that scene feels this it feels like it was trying to accomplish the same thing as the music in when uh, uh, without spoilers when 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 um, Natalie Portman is is face to face with what's going on essentially and there's that really it feels it feels um, uh, alive the music feels like it's changing and and mm-hmm. looping and it feels kind of like a heartbeat like circulation and and it feels like it's a part of a a system and mm. that's what i felt the same same way watching watching the uh the the abyss scenes sinking into the into the water and stuff i will say the repetitive nature did not work well with me this time i really loved mm. this movie the first time i saw it this time seeing it i did not like it as much it's just the driving scenes they did not hold me like they did my first viewing. I was Interesting, like, Whoa. yeah. We're still driving. We're just in traffic. 
<laughs> this is trash. God. Was that like the only part of this viewing that was changed for you this time around? or I think that was it. I just didn't like that as much this time. Like, I understand why it's necessary and like, I don't think it should be cut, but like, it's just not for me. But like the rest of the movie, like this just solidified how good the camera work is, the lighting, the music. Yeah. What, what I found interesting too um, is that at the beginning of the film, she takes, so she's in a white room and there's a lady laying on the ground who I thought at first was dead. But she's alive. Yeah, because she cries. And she has, mm-hmm. yeah, she has like a tear coming down, and, she, and Scarlet just takes her clothes and essentially just replaces her. Mm-hmm. What's really cool about this film is that it, there's like this 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 cycle that these these creatures go through, where it seems like once they start to feel sympathy for humans or start to feel any sort of emotion, that's when those bikers come and track them down, find them, and and, and oh. basically basically cancel them out okay that's cool so that's why towards the end of the film she ditches her van those bikers are kind of they they know something's wrong and that's why they start to go after her and that's something i didn't realize the first time i was pretty young but what an interesting concept Mm. i I don't know why that is like i don't know what that means in the bigger picture like why is it that i don't know what it means exactly but yeah i didn't i didn't pick that up at all i didn't know i thought the uh i thought the biker was like kind of the ones in charge i kind of i kind of picked that up that they're the they're the overseers of what's going on here and they're Mm -hmm. the they're the trash men they're the ones that take everything out and and get rid of it and so that scene where she where he like comes in like looks at her and like examines her that makes a lot more sense is that okay this for sure he's like okay this one will work this will work you know making sure yeah, kind of checking in on her exactly but i mean yeah that's kind of like the core of the film is Mm -hmm. just her luring men in and then, like you said, she finds she comes comes across that one guy who treats her nice, yeah, treats or, or her nicely, essentially and, isn't um, isn't trying to to be to be forceful or, or even predatory to yeah. her. No, just very welcoming. Yeah. Like she doesn't even want to do anything with her. Mm-hmm. Um, like when she when he invites him over to her house, he's like, "I just want to go to the and market. that's when she, yeah, oh yeah, that guy, and also towards the very end, um, oh invites, yeah, 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 the guy who invites her into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when she starts, like what you said, have sort of a, a crisis of identity because yeah. she's starting to feel these emotions and she's like, this isn't, this isn't supposed to be happening. Mm-hmm. There's one scene that I didn't really quite pick up because my TV was too, I watched this during the day and there was too much sunlight in my room and I couldn't yeah. see what the hell was going on, but they start to get intimate and she like stops what they're doing, they're doing and she like checks yeah, she, herself. She like examines I herself. Yeah. I I, th- I didn't know if something happened cause I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. She just, I don't know what happened. She probably just was having some sort of bodily well, function. Well, my thing is, I don't think she's ever had sex with anyone. I don't think, For I sure. think that all each, all she's done is lured men in. She's never actually experienced mm-hmm. what it feels like. So she's like, what the fuck did that, what was that? And so she goes and like, right. looks and he's like, yo, are you good? <laughs> and then, and then she dips out mm-hmm. and then she just leaves. Doesn't right. she, she leaves immediately after that, gets dressed and leaves, right? Yeah, does, yeah, is that when she goes to the forest? I think so. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, that... Yeah. Whoa, mama. That, Whoa. Yikes. Whoa. <laughs> that, yeah, that chase scene later on, that got my heart racing, and that never really happens. Yeah. But that scene in particular, the way it's like silently filmed, like there's no music, it's just someone hiding from this dangerous person. In the middle of the woods. And in, a, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's just too much. And I love the fact that she she when she runs out from him, 
she gets into the truck and then it's his truck and she goes dude oh, I fuck. and yeah dude that that was that was crazy and I, I love the scene where like that she's you know fighting him off and everything and she he like rips into her skin and sees him sees her back mm-hmm. and then he fucking under the skin he dips out and then um yeah he sees what's under the skin yeah exactly and uh and then he comes back and just lights her on fire, dude. Like, fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. Like that. That was a little. That was. I think, in my opinion, I think that was a little excessive. But mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I it's loved it's it. beautiful. It's so visually stunning. Yeah, and I love the design too of the alien. Yeah, and like that reminds me a lot too oh, yeah. of Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Like this blank canvas, slim yeah. like canvas. Yeah, but that scene is brutal. Yeah, for him him to burn her and. She's just like running away. Mm-hmm. That metallic-y, oily skin. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> it's really sad. Striking visuals. It's, it's terribly sad, dude. Oh yeah. It's mainly super effective, I think. For me, it's super effective because she comes off as like a foreigner that doesn't understand this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then for those reasons, she's essentially murdered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is and like she's literally just trying to get away, mm-hmm. and that doesn't happen. Yep, that's so kind of a, rough to watch. Kind of a Zohan connection there with like the, pal- yeah. like the immigrants coming to America exactly. treated poorly for <laughs> because they're foreigners. Yeah. Both movies hit me just as hard. <laughs> you know, there's Neosporin and Zohan, and she needed Neosporin <laughs> after being burnt so bad. You know, she uh, needs some Neosporin. <laughs> She needs some milk. I'm glad that I finally got around to watching this. This is... I'm glad that I watched it now as, like... 2013, I was 16 years old. And that's just... That's just too young to process this. The only reason I would have watched it at 16 was because Scarlett Johansson's naked in it. And I was like, yeah, that's sick. Dude, I didn't even process the fact that... When she... Like, during that full nude scene, I wasn't like, oh, damn, she's hot. I was like... I, I was there was I literally didn't even have that thought in my head the entire time, like which is crazy because because yeah. you know you think hot girl naked you're like whoa yeah cool but no that's just Brain how that's, reacting yeah exactly that's how successful of a film this is it's like you don't even process that you're like this is a creature who is examining a foreign body that she that they are not like familiar with who directed this. This is uh, Jonathan Gla- uh, Glazer. 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 Jonathan Glazer. Glazer. I'd like to look at more of his films. He's only made a few, but um, he did a short ask. film last year called The Fall, which was quite interesting. I think it's called The Fall. The Fall. But I, I'd like to cover more of his films. I guess he's going to be doing some sort of World War II, like Holocaust film is, is his next movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to go. I guess like, one, one thing that really disturbed me, that one scene at the beach... Where like oh, that family drowns, holy cow! Dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that scene was that was really well done. Really well done, and That's and like heavy. making me feel some emotions. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting too because that's when she kind of starts to feel, she starts to kind of feel a a a little a little bad about it at a certain point because the baby, and then she sees the baby in the car, and it's it's definitely you can see that she's thinking about. Oh. It. Because right. when when the parent when the family dies, they leave like a fucking like a like a one year old baby on the beach, 
on the by, yeah, its, dude. by itself. Mm-hmm. And that was rough. And then she she's like li- the literal next scene. She's looking at a baby like trapped in the car, or not trapped. I think was that... I, it was it was just in fucking traffic, like next to yeah. her. Um, and so it's obvious that she's thinking about the baby, you know. And uh, yeah, I think it's shortly after that too. She gets blood on her hands because yeah, she some guys like handing out flowers at like a stop. Yep, and he cuts his hand, and he's mm-hmm. good. he's got the blood on the on his hands. Yeah. Yeah, it's like slowly as the movie progresses, she starts to uh, question a little bit her identity, yeah. its identity, whatever. Yeah, I I dug this, dude. I'm I I'm, I'm a fan glad of you this. Liked it. Yeah, I'm 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 glad. Like I said, I'm glad I finally got around to watch it at an appropriate age. I obviously was not mature enough as at 16 years old to watch this. <laughs> that would have been a totally different viewing experience. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, this is a film that I I wish I could make. I don't know what it is about it, man, but like covering that it's it's sci-fi, but not in a super explicit way. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you definitely there's it's obviously sci-fi, but not in a yeah kind of a a, a corny nerdy yeah, way. I guess I don't even know yeah, if, that's, if that's right. If, if that's right to yeah, say. Yeah, no, I take I no. Know. I'm offended by it for sure, but like you know, yeah, I get I, I get it. <laughs> Like this is just not like any sort of like sci-fi lingo or yeah stuff like Laser that. Laser guns it's and like, shit. That's what I'm into. Like I didn't I didn't even pick up the beginning of the film in the apartment building she enters. There's like UFO craft lights above an apartment yeah. building. I was like, mm-hmm. what the? I didn't even notice that yeah. the first time around. I noticed. I um, thought they were. I, at first, I was like, oh, it's just a, it's just planes, and then they do this weird formation. I'm like. Oh, okay, it's a UFO. Cool. Yes. <laughs> like, it's not planes. Yeah, it's not planes. Right. But everything's so much in disguise. It's just such a weird, weird movie. Very weird. And even, like, the environment, too, of Scotland feels... What I like oh. is that they don't really make use... Mm. I don't know. I mean, they make use of the environment, but it's not really... I can't even find the word. It just feels a little weird. I mean, it glorifies <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing for is sure. sacred in this movie. Mm-hmm. They just treat everything like, bah. Yep. Bah. Yeah. Anything else, fellas? Oh, I gotta say, shout out to Rude Sandstorm. Yeah, I noticed that in the fucking club. <laughs> yeah, that I was not expecting that. Shout oh, out to Rude. Oh, cool. Well, let's do our let's do our goddamn ratings. I'm uh, I'm comfortable giving this a four star. I I. I enjoyed this quite a bit, and I think it's, I think it's weird and bizarre and beautiful, and it's like you're saying it's sci-fi without feeling, uh, it, without feeling like super sci-fi. You know, there's barely any fucking dialogue in this movie if you think about it. Like yeah, literally, the sure. dialogue is, you. This movie could be silent, and you'd understand everything that was going on. There doesn't yeah, need to be. Totally. There, there doesn't need to be any dialogue at all, um, and uh, yeah, I think I think being able to show an entire movie with, and being able to take the dialogue out and still understand exactly everything that's going on, not miss a single thing, is gorgeous. So and it's and it's amazing. Yeah, I'm very I'm very comfortable giving this a nice nice four star. I'm gonna go. I would go four. Personally, after this viewing, I'm gonna go three and a half. I think it's a four but my brain just can't do the driving scenes as many as there are. I'll go three and a half, but 
it hurts giving a three and a half with the score and the visuals that the movie has. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go five. I think this might be my first five on the pod. Oh. I think. Is that your first I remember, five? I think, right. Maybe. I think so. Yeah. It's, um... Other than, uh, uh other than, uh, Clifford, you know? Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, it's, it's a vague enough film that you can kind of draw your interpretation but not in an annoying way. It's not frustrating in that aspect to me. There's enough there that intrigues me. I find it to be thoroughly entertaining and bizarre. The visuals are just are just everything I want. The music is perfect. Um, yeah, the the overall like core of the story is is very interesting. You know, a, a creature kind of having an identity crisis and. Uh, Watching this creature deal with that in, in, in an unknown way, it's um, it's all around just very bizarre. Um, I also want to mention one scene that I th- thought was very poignant was when she lures that one guy with the with the deformation, the facial deformation. And as they're walking in that dark room, he asks if they're dreaming. Mm. And she says yes. I don't know what it was about that line that just like really hit me because... This character is so lonely and is just very, you can tell, very not wanting to mm-hmm. go out of his comfort zone. He's very reclusive. Yeah. That moment just, like, for some reason really got me. There's so, so much you can draw from this. There's a lot to dive into, but I, I find it to be quite perfect. I can absolutely see I can absolutely see where you want to give a three and a half, and I can absolutely see where you want to give a five star. Like, there's, yeah. there's so much to this movie that... You can get. I I would feel bad if someone gave this below a three. I'd be like, "How the fuck do you live with yourself, man? You uncultured, yeah. you uncultured swine! How dare yeah. you? You know, mm-hmm. I, exactly. And like I said, it's not too, it's not too abstract. Yeah. Like I think, even like a an audience who isn't too used to these kind of movies could understand what's going on. Yeah, it's not. And that's always something I really appreciate. It's not overly arty. It's beautiful, and it yeah. feels definitely more right. of an indie film. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it can. It can be a general audience could watch it and be like, "Wow, that's a pretty deep movie," and not feel mm-hmm. like they're not feel like totally us. Alienated. You know, not feel like a couple of fucking a few stupid nerdy movie guys that watch, you know, banjo gyro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on Instagram and stuff uh we went we asked for unpopular opinions and hot takes decided to mix it up a bit uh unpopular opinion mustard is better than ketchup mustard is better than ketchup yes that is unpopular i i mean i don't really like a lot of deli mustards and dijon i'm kind of a pretty basic bougie yellow mustard kind of guy but i do tend to use a bit more mustard than ketchup I don't like mustard. Yeah, when I think about... Oh, at all? At all. No, <laughs> Dijon, honey, yellow. I'm not a fan of any what mustard. What about it? I don't know. It's sour. Got it. You know, yeah. I'm not a big fan of sour that. sauce. That feels fucking weird to me. But, I mean, I'm young. I'm a young guy, man. Maybe my palate will grow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You'll get That's a matured palate one yeah, day. We got we got yeah. grandpa and dad here and you know, you guys got the you guys got the, the, the old men palettes. I'm not quite I'm not quite at your guys' level. Maybe when I grow up. You'll no, get their yeah. son. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day. 
The Universal Monster movies will never be done justice. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> like, are we are we talking like... I mean, ever. Ever? I'm talking ever? like 80, like 18,000 years from now, mm-hmm. it's never happening. It cannot happen. I don't think so. Because I would love yeah, it's, to... It's gotten... Go ahead. Well, well, I was just going to say it's become too formulaic at this point. It's it's starting to follow a formula that like DC and, and Marvel films follow, where it like has to be a certain visual style. Like the last two films, different directors look exactly the same mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of like yeah. visuals, uh, and it's ugly as shit. I I like yes, there's some nice colors and uh, big monsters, but it's filmed so obvious it's, it's like the most like obvious choice and that's really sad that the most obvious choice is to film this like oh i can't stand it <laughs> like it's all like like medium shots and and i what i love about 2014's godzilla is the way it's filmed the scale of the creatures yeah. and it feels grounded and believable i don't think it'll ever do just, be done justice so when we say universal mediums are safe it's that is safe. true. Yeah, mediums are very safe. When when we say universal monster movies, are we talking about like Godzilla, King Kong type, or are we talking or we're talking like, like Invisible Man, uh, Dracula, Frankenstein? Okay. Yeah, exactly. I uh, I like Invisible s- Man was super good. I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet. But it's not at all. Wait, so we weren't talking about Godzilla? Oh. No. <laughs> well, why did I bring that up? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, Victor. I immediately thought monsters, uh, universe. Okay, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna leave it in. Um, there's my hot take on yeah, dinosaur or Godzilla. The hot take on on the Universal monster movies is that Godzilla is an <laughs> ugly movie. <laughs> Dave, you guys should stop me. I didn't know. I was like, I was um, like, wait, we're talking about Dracula, right? <laughs> um, I was like, you're talking about Universal movies as a whole and how they shoot them. I get it. <laughs> I mean, for real, it's, I mean, because... The point got across Exactly, yeah, because I, I know that The Mummy isn't fucking Tom Cruise apparently in this universe, too, in the Universal Monster mm-hmm. movie, so, like... that's That doesn't even exist anymore, the Dark Universe that that was supposed to be part of, I think that's... Is that what you're, is that what you're talking about, though? The Dark Universe, or is that something yeah. different? Dark Universe was essentially the reboot to the Universal Monsters. Okay. Back in the... And then, so, is that a part of the Invisible Man, or is the Invisible Man now, like, the new start of it? Who knows at this point? I haven't seen any of them. Like, so. <laughs> the the Invisible Man was the first good one that came out. Mm-hmm. So that's that will be the, like, the groundwork if they try to do this again. Gotcha. If. Because I would love to see a, a um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type movie. Like, I don't know if you guys ever saw that. If you guys ever saw that. But it's like Jacqueline well, Hyde. sleepovers. You know, right? Yeah. Jacqueline Hyde. Yeah. Uh, Invisible Man fucking van helsing like it was it was pretty it was pretty cool dude i love the i love the it was dope it's it kind of fun. it's kind of like a, a grim fairy tale but with movies and and like dark like uh you know uh victorian age um novels and stuff and and it's kind of it's the avengers of that world and it's kind of it feels cool i i would have loved to see a new version of that um done done a little bit better because i remember the if I remember correctly, the movie was cool, but I don't think it was very good. Um, but I haven't seen it in a while. I have it, but I haven't seen it in a while. So, 
I think if 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 they start to if they uh, if the quality is anything like Invisible Man, I think we have a a, a chance at something good in the future. Um, disregard my Godzilla discussion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think there might be a chance, but that is a hot take, Ryan. That is a hot take. Um, okay, hot take. Hot take. This is from jo- Johnny Clyde Art. Shout out Johnny, Johnny. Clyde. He is a he's a uh, filmmaker. He made one of my favorite short films ever. Oh. Um, he says, uh, alien greater than alien. Facts. Big old agree. Big old agree. I, th- I fucking hate James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot stand James Cameron, dude. His movies are all the same. Yeah. I mean, to t- Titanic is extremely different than, than like, but like. Are you sure? No, it isn't. No, you're right. No, it's not. It's not. And also, I mean, I have, I have kind of a, a, uh. Ridley Scott is kind of my guy. Like, I mean, Blade Runner, this dude can do no wrong. So. I think Aliens is a more entertaining film and is aged better. Mm -hmm. But on a technical and influential aspect, Alien is much better in terms of atmosphere. there's a hot take. Yeah? Alien has not aged well. Mm. Like, at all. Oh, I said said Aliens has aged better than Alien. Mm. But, I know, but you're saying by saying that you're saying Alien has not aged well, yeah. and it hasn't. It's not. It's it's the same thing mm, with that, like Terminator. That rubber suit looked like Dookie now, dude. Yeah, there's some I stuff in Dookie yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely aged, but there are so many aspects of it that are like on the money. Yeah, I I just love the after watching watching Alien and then going back and watching Aliens the next day, I was like. I mean, I liked them, but I was like, what the fuck? Why is, why are we turning this into a space war movie? This is stupid. We should keep it at this, like, horror roots. Like, okay, Aliens is like, got horror elements to it, but it's not by any means scary. Like, Alien, mm-hmm. I was like, this is fucking scary. Like, when she's, when she's trying to get into the, into, like, the pod to, like, go into cryosleep and, like, get sent back to Earth. And the alien is in mm-hmm. the shit and, like, trying to reach its way in. Dude, I was like... <laughs> that shit is... That shit's terrifying. That is so scary. And then the new one is, like... it. It's just... It's just Avatar, dude. It's just Avatar. Alien Covenant? <laughs> no, Alien... Okay, or Alien Covenant, aliens. I actually... Alien Covenant, I actually kind of dug. But, <laughs> um... <laughs> I had... Because I liked... I like the Xenomorphs. I think they're goofy. And I, I think they're, they're, they're spooky. But um, yeah, I, agree. I also haven't seen Prometheus. I remember we were talking about it in the in the group chat ask. when I was going when I was going through. I have only seen Alien and Aliens. I haven't seen Alien Three, um, or Alien Resurrection. That's fine. And then, um, but also I'm fine. I'm thinking you of don't just need to see them. <laughs> I'm thinking of just starting at like watching Prometheus and then kind of picking up from there because apparently it's like a reboot almost. So it's kind of like a prequel, but yeah, more prequely. Yeah, I, I I would agree. I would agree with with what was his name? What was his name? Uh, Johnny Clyde. Johnny Clyde. I would absolutely agree with that. Alien is a much much better movie than Aliens, in my opinion. Aliens is really fun, but I just mm-hmm. prefer Alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, two hundred six cinema. Shout out Joe. Joe, I fucking miss Joe, dude. I haven't talked to Joe in a while. I'm gonna uh, I think this this is def- I think this is gonna be a personal attack to Chase. Oh shit! God damn. Uh, Timothy Chamalay 
Chalamet. Chalamet is extremely overrated. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> I'm not going to text him today. Never mind. <laughs> I think he's I think great. he's a good actor. I think I, I have said this, and I will say this, and I will keep saying it. He is this generation's James Dean, and I hope that he keeps his... I hope that he lives. Because... <laughs> I think that he is a he is a charming individual, and I think he's captivating in everything that he does. Like I know, I don't know if you guys have seen Beautiful Boy. Yeah, but oh yeah, he's good in that. He's it's not good. it's not a it's not a fantastic movie, but he is mind blowingly good in that movie. Him and Steve Carell are both fantastic, and I mean, hey, I'm excited to see him in Dune. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Um, but no, I, I do not agree with you, Joe. I, I, I kind of agree with him. I think he's, is, uh, there's definitely a fan base for him. That's because uh, he's, he's a fucking pretty skinny boy with a nice jawline. Pretty e-boy. Yeah. Um, good jawline. He has a He's a fantastic, he, he's built like a Dorito. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got Dorito chin. <laughs> His chin is like this. <laughs> We need to get someone to Photoshop that. I'll do it. Fit his face on Dorito. Um, I think he's good, but I think he is overrated a little bit. Mm, mm, mm. Ryan, Ryan, you better, you. Ryan, you better not get this wrong. <laughs> Here, I'll fall totally neutral. I can't think of anything I've ever seen him in. There you go. That's fair. Word. Okay, that's I'll, so he I'll... probably is overrated, but he's probably <laughs> not either because I've never heard of him. <laughs> so like. Who knows? I, I'll never I, know. If you've seen Call Me By Your Name, he's fucking great in Call Me By Your Name. Everything he does, he's good. I, I'm i pretty sure he's in the next Dune yep, by Danny yep. Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know what I think then. Okay. Okay. Uh, see, okay, I will agree with that as well. I'm like, all right, this will be the real... If he can if he can do... Because that's like a pretty... That's a pretty big movie. Like, yeah. And yeah. so... And he's the main character. So... We'll see. We'll see uh, if he's got leading man <sighs> star. I'm so excited okay, for Dune. See. David Lynch's Dune. He himself said that the movie is a failure due to uh, studio taking edit and everything from him and final say. Yeah. Whatever. Right. What? Yeah. Whatever. What <sighs> is the actor's <laughs> name? <laughs> what is the actor's name that is the main in that dude from Twin Peaks? Oh man. Tom McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I will be able to see anyone else in Dune as the main other than him. Like, Dune's not even, like, a good movie, but, like, McLaughlin as the main character, I don't know if I'm going to be able to separate myself from that. I haven't seen that Dune yet, and it's on it's on Hulu, so I should really, I want to I want to take yeah. a watch. I want to take it's a watch. It's not awful. <laughs> it's, 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 it's as cheesy as, like, Star Wars. Like, it's, Star Wars, like, the original the Star Wars thing, is dude. cheesy. Like, that's the thing. Everyone's like, Star Wars is beloved, mm. but it's just Dune. <laughs> well, I and think Kroll like... And is just Star Wars. They're all the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think it's as awful as people say, but I, I would check it out if you are interested. It Ryan, I don't you. know. Have you seen um, Have you seen the documentary uh, uh, Jodorowsky's? Jodorowsky's? Uh, the no. guy... He made Holy Mountain, the director of Holy Mountain. Yes, I want um, to see that so bad. 
he uh, he had made a documentary about how his how his Dune would have came out, and it was vibrant and beautiful, and it looks and like he was signed on to make it, like and then just really? everything fell. Yeah, but they they Salvador Dali was supposed to be in it, and he wanted a hundred thousand dollars a minute that he was on screen. Dude, same. So Whoa. he was like, he was like, they only used him for a minute of the of the footage, because or they they wrote him so that he's only on screen for for less than a minute, so that he would get a hundred. That's crazy. Yeah. And so he, uh, um, and like, uh, fucking, oh, what was his name? Orson Welles. Orson Welles was was gonna be in it, but he wouldn't huh. do it. And then he was like, oh, I'll do it if you get me this, uh, if you have all this food for me. Notorious, notorious Typical big man Orson. shit. You know, <laughs> notorious big man shit. Yeah, but dude, it's it's on it's on Hulu. If you if you want to if you don't have Hulu or you want access, bro, I'll let you use it. It's it's a I cool documentary, dude. They use some like they show some art That's and everything, dope. and they kind of make like an animatic oh. of it. It's it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty crazy. Uh, this this is by a guy named Adam Avery. Uh, just because a film can evoke an emotional reaction in the audience does not mean it is good art. Hmm. I would disagree, actually. I would disagree mm-hmm. as well. I think that's the whole point of it. If you're able to get an emotional mm-hmm. reaction out of it, then that's art. I mean, shit, even if you don't... Be it it's good art, or bad. Yeah, it's art regardless. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I if think... If it made you feel anything... Exactly. If it made you feel anything... If it made you upset that it was not good, then that's still art because it still made you feel a way. But it's a good you art. Know? Exactly. So, like, I, I would disagree with that. I disagree. Well. Sorry, uh, Adam. I kind of like this one. Uh, this is by someone named Rebecca Raman. Raman. Uh, Raman. Raman. Good. Uh, this was Raman. also in a Facebook <laughs> uh, group. She says the supposed need for gritty realism in every genre of film, from action to drama to romance to musicals, even has sucked out a great deal of creativity in from from contemporary filmmaking. The idea that camp is seen as distinctly lowbrow is a byproduct of this hyper need to reward gloomy reali- reali- uh, realist cinema. Okay. I disagree with both points. Yeah, well, I agree that gritty is very much on this side of the screen. Gritty is like hindering artistic value and voice. Camp is kind of schlock. But if you go somewhere in here, Mm -hmm. somewhere in this region, you're set. Yeah. I, I think that I kind of, I kind of agree with what she's saying, but at the same time, um, I think campiness and this is, this is going to be, this is, this on itself is a hot take. I think having something be campy is lack of, of planning and lack of Preach. Uh, <laughs> process <No>. because <laughs> because i i think if it's coming off as campy then you didn't think hard enough on how to make it come across the unless you're unless you're trying to make it come across campy yeah if you're like oh this is a campy moment if it's an unintentional then it's just laziness in my opinion it's it's it in and i know that that's I know that I've made shit that's like, okay, that's kind of campy. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I didn't really put a lot of thought into it, <laughs> you know. But if I'm trying to make something Dude. campy, then that's fine. But I see, like, it, for it to be, like, because it is camp, it's 
automatically lowbrow. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's very fair. I mean, I can't think of on top of my head like films that give off that kind of vibe mm-hmm. that are you know not lowbrow. I would say both are a writing crutch. Lowbrow writing crutch because gritty realism. Both are a writing crutch. Mm-hmm. Gritty realism is again, like you said, unless it's what you're going for. Yeah. It's okay. Rather than being creative, what is a realistic way to handle like X, Y, and Z? And it's That's like fair. okay, we can't do this because it has to be this way. Mm. Same with campy. It's like we could make it like serious or like whatever, but <laughs> hobble my way into the campy region, <laughs> you know. But it does work th- at times. But it's just I don't know. But I think what's trying to get at is like the obsession and need for gritty realistic cinema like i yeah. think that was especially evident in like superhero films is that like yep. when you know you have marvel who was more lighthearted and jokes around a bunch but it seemed like when dc films were coming out everyone was like holy shit batman's dark again and <laughs> yeah. we want every single dc film now to be like like dc we got dark and gritty realism we have blood yeah and exactly. we have curse words yeah and it's just like that doesn't make your film better. No. Like, that doesn't make your film good because I it's think, uh, gloomy. Yeah. I sure, think in, it maybe in, is. In the terms of the, if like, if in because like I said, I just finished watching, like, the DC stuff. In yeah. the terms of the DC stuff, the world comes across, it's, it's, the film is better because it is darker and they're able to, to, they're not because it's very clear that they're now going to a point where they're trying to be like Marvel, where they're trying to do this. Oh, we have serious topics, but then we also are able to throw in like a bunch of jokes and stuff. But what they don't understand is they're doing the extremes of both. Like, all right, we're going to show Batman snap this guy's neck and throw his body into a dumpster. But also mm-hmm. we're going to have the Flash be like, oh, <laughs> and like run away. Like that doesn't fucking work because it's like. You know, because when it comes down to it, you want to market this to family, essentially, is what they're trying to do, because families are what bring in tickets. And this whole game is about making motherfucking money, you know? And so (laughs) they're like, do all this shit, and like, oh, this is campy and and lighthearted, and, and, you know, this is really dark. They they needed to pick one. And the fact is that they didn't pick one. And so that's why their movies are shit. I don't know, I gotta say... I, I watched my brother and I watched uh, half of Justice Justice League last night, uh-huh. and uh, uh, I think it's dope. <laughs> I Dude, think it, it's I think it's it's pretty so fucking cool. cool. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> like I was really like that first act, that first hour was like oh yeah, oh yeah. Those slow I'm motion saying. scenes with that music, like that yeah. scene with the flash. I was like, that's but anyway, cool. yeah. I think that it does. I think some of the like the comedy elements do kind of. Uh, distract from the story like the world a bit but Mm -hmm. i think they do handle that gritty gloominess really well snyder does it feels it feels it feels purposeful it doesn't feel it's his style so that's why i really am Mm -hmm. into that i think it feels necessary and and that's why i'm that's why i'm like i'm curious again this is the last thing i'm gonna say about the dc thing because it's fresh in my head um that's why I'm curious to see of how they're going to bring this universe back together and make the cinematic universe is that if this is the true vision and the true, like this is, this is justice league. This is the way that it should be intended to watch. How the fuck are they going to put this justice league with Shazam, which is essentially a kid's movie. Like how, like 
Batman literally said, it, there's a point, and it's, um, no spoilers, but he says, I will fucking kill you, word for word. He says, <laughs> I will yeah. fucking kill you. How are you going to put Shazam, where the dude fucking, like, <laughs> like how is that going to fit? So I'm, I'm, there is no hope for the DC universe at all, because if they're going to, unless they go either route. It's very inconsistent tonally. Incredibly inconsistent. But that inconsistent. also is, is something I enjoy because it seems like with Marvel it's all the same. All but the anyways. Same. Yes, absolutely. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I do like that take. That is uh, that is Rebecca. a that is an interesting take. I love that it's able to bring up a lot of discussion. A lot not a lot of hot takes can do that. It's usually like this is bad, this is good, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Some of these takes are kind of bad. Um this is a, this is a very spicy one by Ryan. Ooh. We'll do this as the last one because I know you got to go. Yes. Um, there are less than ten horror films that could be considered yeah. great films. Mm. Yes. Fact. Fact. <laughs> I, Not I even agree. my hot take. That is just factual evidence. <laughs> I have ten. Proof. It's just ten. Less than film. ten. Less, less than, than 10. ten. I want to disagree so bad with that. <laughs> but you can't. <laughs> but let me. Yeah. You. I'm really just gonna name can. off a few, and I'm you. I'm, I'm gonna. You're just you gonna... won't reach 10. I will say that. <laughs> All right, we got The Shining. Yes. Okay. The Shining. We got uh, Alien. Yes. Texas Chainsaw. No. You, you don't, don't consider think... Alien one? Aliens, it's, it falls no. into a different genre. Alien. Aliens to sci-fi. But see, this is what happens. It all becomes uh, subjective. I guess if we're going to say the greats, like like, like the, the classics, the ones the that everyone is, is just like, okay, yeah. Shining. Texas Chainsaw. Can we can we say Texas the original? Chainsaw? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Texas really? Chainsaw is a little bit of a slasher. <laughs> it's, it's a horror okay. film. It's still it is. It that is wasn't terrifying. Toby Hooper's. That wasn't Toby Hooper's vision though. It wasn't a horror movie. It was supposed to be I a mean, slasher. What's the difference? We can we can add it. We can add it. The Shining, <laughs> Texas. I'll even we'll even add The Exorcist. <laughs> okay. Okay. We have three. Do you not think the Exorcist uh, is a horror? Can... We can add Rose, Rosemary's Baby. Uh, let's we see. Got we got four. the Descent. The Descent's a pretty, pretty great horror film. Would you say? A bit more contemporary though. Scors- almost, almost Scorsese level. We're talking a great film. Um, <laughs> a bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little well, see, bit. See, I haven't seen a lot. I haven't seen a lot of the classics, so maybe I can't talk. I don't have a. I I'm don't looking have at my. I look at, I'm looking at my letterbox like highest rated horror films mm-hmm. and Ryan, you might be onto something. You might be onto <laughs> something. If I'm looking at my personal subjective list, uh huh. There's a lot of good horror movies. Like I gotta say, those a genre. It's like the most lacking and mm-hmm. great, oh, great yeah. films. Yeah. Like I cannot, in good conscience, say that The Conjuring is a great film. It's a good movie. Yeah. But like it is not uh like there is such a difference in caliber between like a Scorsese film and then like a James Wan. Yep. You know? It's just night and day. Like how many Scorsese caliber horror movies are there? Like The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby. I And like, the thing is they're all I don't even all, know if I would put the omen. They're all old. There hasn't been a yeah, there hasn't the been a great one in and but that but you also gotta think of is that a testament of the time? Are we just at a point in time True. where we can't do horror without jump scares? Because Well, I think we've we've kind of evolved from that already. I hope so, because I fucking I don't like I don't like being startled 
And that's the entire appeal yeah. of jump scare of of horror films in like at least from early two thousands to like two thousand fifteen ish before the before mm-hmm. Conjuring. Conjuring had jump scares, but it was smart with it at least. You know. Yeah, they were clever. And so, like, I'm cool with frightening imaging, like all that shit, spooky atmosphere. I'm cool with that, but I don't think that makes a good. I don't think having a, a movie that's all jump scares. Like any other, any of the conjurings after the first one, or any of the insidiouses after the first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's very hot take, Ryan. I, I, that's a good hot take. I like that's that. That's a great one. That is a spicy, mamma mia, pizzeria. Well, uh, it looks like we got to wrap it up, correct? Yeah, yeah. Who's who's okay. choosing next? Ryan. Ryan. The man, the myth, the legend. Do you have uh, your two choices, Ryan, for next episode? One of them, I'm having Lindsay pick because her birthday was yesterday. Mm. But one of the movies is going to be an anime film, Redline. Uh, I don't even know if I should hint at the other one I'm thinking. Because I'm not 100% on my choice. I have like two or three fumbling around. I might wait because I really want to make sure I'm like, yes. Word, word. Okay. Okay, so um, that is that. Expect that film next episode. And uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh, blah, 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 blah. Yes, follow us. Thanks for listening. Baba bing, bada boom. Woo! Bye.